This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, can you resist in the workplace without losing your whole ass job? The importance of brunch, pregnancy, poverty, and the patriarchy, loving yourself and your sexuality when your body doesn't do what you want it to do. And finally, we review Cardi B's first studio album because we're from the Bronx and we have to. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. That's all I had in my spirit. Just that smile and a dance that nobody could hear. Chichala, chichala. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it looked like you were doing. Let's do it. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. That's good. I'm in the spirit. We're here. My job has chilled off me for a minute. So okay. feeling some release. I'm going to be honest. I have a headache, but all I'm right. good. All right. But I have a headache. She's sitting here with a fedora hat pressed on top of her earphones. It's not because of that. Okay, good. I had a headache before that. I'm sorry for that. Yeah. All right. Welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay. We are two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And, and this, this is Tea with Queen, Queen and Jay. Yes. Always love those. Wonderful. Wonderful. If you would like to follow the conversation of this podcast, you can use the hashtag Tea with QJ. And you can use that on Twitter, Instagram, mm-hmm. all the social medias. Mm-hmm. Put it in your social media story, your Instagram stories, your Facebook stories, wherever you want to put it. We will retweet that shit. We will repost that shit. We will like that shit. We will respond. It's a great way to follow the conversation of this episode. Word and podcast in general. And find some of your tea homies. Like You'll find people who love the show, too, if That's you right. follow the hashtag. You know? Absolutely. And keep the conversation going after the show. Word, 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 word. We are recording at Indie Creative Network studios right now that's where we record every week um we also want you to visit their website icn.dj you can go there to check out a lot of their content they have video content other podcasts articles new content every hour on the hour it's pretty dope and it's fubu as fuck you know jane i love fubu shit and also you could um book time here so if you create content and you need studio space and you want to do that this is a place to do that so like i said before visit icn.dj because queen and jay said so do it (laughs) all right cool do you have any libations for us this week i do but quick quick quickly quickly this is a spotted tea episode. That's right. This is an episode where we do not have segments. We just do freestyle. It helps us keep this show weekly because we do less edits on these shows. There we go. Yeah. Boom. Do mm-hmm. you have libations for us? I do have libations. I want to pour libations for brunch. All right. I have been trying to do a brunch date with my homie O'Neal for the longest. Mm-hmm. And he's like, never New York because... His job has some traveling places. Mm-hmm. So I finally got to hang out with him and do some brunch and talk and get drunk. And yeah, it was just nice to get some FaceTime. So libations to FaceTime with friends because mm-hmm. um, we're usually just texting each other. So it was nice to like see your face, have a conversation and connect with someone um, in person right. because I'm so fucking busy. And when I do have a day off, I really just want to just stay in my mm-hmm. house. I don't want to go outside. It's funny you said that somebody was just asking me. So like, what do you do on the weekends? Because I was saying about how much I detest being at a party. Yeah. And I'm like, I really if I'm not being invited to a thing that mm-hmm. I have to be at, I really just stay home. Yeah. And luckily you know somebody's always inviting me to a thing 
so there's i'm never bored you know yeah. what i mean but like the moments when i have to like just be at home and not have to be at a thing are like a blessing both sides of it are a blessing yeah yeah but yeah i support so, that libation yes. cool really for anybody who doesn't know libations are when we give our shout outs we pour some out for the homies the people places and things that give us black ass joy yes, yes. my libation this week is um for resisting and for resistance um yeah i had to sounds a little deep (laughs) i'm trying not to make it too deep but i had to do some of that at work recently Mm -hmm. um usually somebody is coming at me with a microaggression and i deal with it in the moment yeah but recently someone was asking me to do something that i felt the request in itself though it seemed to be something that was built into my job was to me a microaggression yeah um and it felt like an abuse of an abuse of I feel like that person's position mm-hmm. and um, they basically just wanted me to sit somewhere that I didn't want to sit yeah. that I felt was unnecessary for me to sit and it felt ornamental and it felt posturing um, and it wasn't a place it didn't it didn't have anything to do with your actual with my actual role yeah. right and I feel like a lot of people because I am an assistant a lot of people feel like they can lord over me yeah. in a certain way and because I'm a black woman assistant there's this treating of us like we're not people mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying yeah. um, and so when really I just want to come to work do my 9 to 5 bullshit and go back to like my actual real life you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. get my check and go I don't want to have to tell people no at work I really don't I just mm-hmm. want to come in do what I'm asked to do do whatever I think is important for the business or whatever and get the fuck out of there but yeah. I felt it to be really important um for myself because i wouldn't feel good if i had just gone along and been like sure no problem okay knowing that within myself it was a problem yeah and i feel like the old me would have said sure no problem okay and i feel like there are people there now who feel like they have to say sure no problem okay yeah um when certain types of whiteness are built into the job structure or they feel like it's built into their position to accept a certain thing so i felt the need to resist my dad happened to call me that day and be like hey what's going on da, 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 da. and I'm like oh well I'm actually super anxious and stressed because yeah. this thing is going on at work and he's like you can't say anything about that you don't have a leg to stand on with that da, 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 da. Um, so I was super pissed because I already fucking said I'm anxious and stressed about yeah. this thing so even if that was your opinion that's probably the wrong time or whatever but that's a parent thing Yeah. Um, but also it kind of made me it made me a little bit sad for those of us who have felt like they had to just go along and just say yes and eat that shit. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? At the expense of their well-being, at the expense of their dignity, just to like keep their job and maintain their job or whatever. I didn't want to do it. It was uncomfortable. I could, I risked losing my my job. I risked, I jeopardized losing my position at Mm -hmm. my job and being seen as the angry black woman. And a lot of the conversations that I had were about that and yeah. we're about the microaggressions that I've experienced because once you open this one can that's like I don't want to sit here because of the way that I feel I'm being treated and the way that others will treat me now because I am sitting here yeah. in this way um that racial can of worms is open so mm-hmm. then I have to talk about all the microaggressions that I had experienced yes. and just the reasons why I felt like my sitting here is going to contribute 
to the energy that I already receive yeah. as a marginalized person in that job and in that role. So it was scary. So it was scary. It was annoying. It was uncomfortable. It was anxiety laden. And it just made me think of all the people that resist who have who have a lot to lose. And you know what else that was for you? Yeah. More labor. It was. Yeah. Like it was way it more was. labor. And it's it like, was. I kind of just, like you said, I want to come here, do it. Do my job, job description yep. entails mm-hmm. and go home. And mm-hmm. now you have me doing this extra That's work. That's right. Because I have to help you. Um, I don't know who you're talking to. Right. Um, but I have to help Several you bosses, understand. Several bosses, HR. I have to help you understand Micro, my existence like, and microaggressions, yeah, and why like, this even in itself is a microaggression. Yeah, so it was a lot, and it was a lot of layers to it, and it reminded me of all the people who resisted before me, all the people who, in their everyday lives, our everyday lives, were just minding our business, and we we have to resist yeah. in order to maintain our dignity, in order to set an example, in order to shift the tone. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because while I was in there, I was like, well, if you notice anything, they said, if you notice anything else that's going on with assistance, please let us know. I'm like this. There are people here. And it's, it's not for me to come and tell you, oh, this assistant is going through this and da, 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 da. But I'm telling you now that there are people here who are existing and dealing with this kind of subjugation because they feel like they have to. Yeah. And I'm choosing to resist right now. So but. this is an example of the the type of stuff that goes on. Yeah, but why would they oh, give you another job? Oh, because I'm a black woman. You know, like, if you see yeah. this, are you going to give me more money right. to police right. microaggressions? Exactly. No, you're not. But So why mm-hmm. are you asking me to do mm-hmm. this shit? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was really interesting and it was exhausting. I just pictured you, foul on the play, microaggression at hand. <laughs> just jumping at random Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. But that's what I said when I was in there. I was like, my... Yellow card. <laughs> The way that I deal with this, I'm not coming down to HR every time somebody hits me with a microaggression because that's that's life. I deal with microaggressions all the time. time. Um, You would literally be running around that office screaming all the time. Of course. If you were like the microaggression referee. Exactly. So I deal with them in the moment. That's Mm -hmm. the way. That's the only way that's going to cause any type of shift people either i will teach them how to treat me or i will teach them how to how to treat they'll learn how to treat people in general or they'll report me to hr and i will come down here and teach you how to treat me you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying so it's just the whole thing is exhausting so i want to give libations to those who choose to resist Mm -hmm. those who their mere existence is resisting Um, and just to the concept, I never, I have resisted at work before, but not quite as deliberate as that. Um, and it was, it was uncomfortable, but I felt good about it afterwards. And I was certain to talk to the other people of color within my same position, just about this is what's happening. This is what's going on. This is what I'm going to do. Um, and a lot of them have called me and considered me to be an example or will come to me and counsel and say oh well this person said this to me how do I address this or whatever so I feel good that in this position that for me it's really just a way to maintain my bills so that I can live you know what I'm saying live Mm -hmm. my life and do this podcast and that type of shit it's good that I'm able to use my voice there in a way that is um helpful to other people so yeah yo so libations to motherfucking resistance to resistance and brunch resistance and brunch yo 
I'm long overdue for a brunch. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, you need a resistance brunch. I need a resistance <laughs> brunch. I really, really, really motherfucking totally do, do, yo. You totally I really do. do. But actually, while we're here, though, since we're talking about resistance shit and brunch, mm-hmm. what I really need is a kiki. And what we have coming up is Pod and Live NYC, which is kind of a kiki. It's kind of going to be like... It is a kiki. It is a motherfucking kiki. It's going to be a party. It's going to be a celebration. Um, Pod and Live NYC podcast meetup is our... It's our second annual podcast meetup. We do this every year to celebrate independent black voices in podcasting, to connect, to network, to meet one another, and just to celebrate like the shit that we do so that is taking place on saturday april 21st it's happening at von bar starts at 4 p.m we will leave the rsvp link the eventbrite link in the show notes it's a free event we require nothing of you just rsvp and come through we're partnering with several other podcasts in the new york city area um they include ourselves bag ladies podcast the fan bro show inner hole uprising queer walk brunch and budget carefree black girl he-man woman haters podcast the official street podcast and the perfect cast so we're really excited to be partnering with them and while those people are like officially partnered with us they're going to be a bunch of other podcasts there um so if you know your other other podcasts within new york that you enjoy tell them to come over or if you know that they're coming and you're a listener come through anyway if you're somebody who's interested in starting a podcast come through and hang out with us it's just a great um, moment to take a break acknowledge acknowledge one another high five each other and shit and chill yeah i can't wait i'm excited, I'm excited. about it yo i'm excited. I'm excited so please be sure to rsvp and i know what hair i'm wearing you know what what hair oh, that's wearing. exciting you're doing a color you know i plan my life around hair absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah okay are we doing a mermaid situation yes mermaid i'm excited about this i'm obsessed with mermaids yes yes and when you change your hair color it just makes me feel like spring like (laughs) your hair color changes also they set the tone for the season so oh that's so nice i'm equally excited about this shift yo so that's what's up all right so um moving on donations donations um if you would like to help sustain sustain this podcast help with the progress of this podcast we ask for donations how you donate is by going to our website tbcleanandj.com dot com (laughs) (laughs) didn't expect that um hit the donate tab and janicia will be on the page saying dot com she's not there she's not sorry actually you are on that page but you know Mm -hmm. whatever we have two options for donations. Our first option is our PayPal. You can click that, drop however you want to in a collection plate. Um, that is a one-time option. You can revisit that at any time you want, but that is just like your one stop to just donate if you would like to. And then we have our Patreon, and our Patreon is where we are asking for just $2 a month. $2! And... We give you nothing. No. $2 a month. You subscribe on Patreon. And we shout you out on the show. Mm -hmm. For everyone who donates to $2. That is a recurring amount. So that is basically $24 a year if you do $2. You can do more or less. That is up to you because we are into giving you choices. So you can do more or less. That's how you can donate. Speaking of donations, we have donation libations for this week. Um, We got all Patreon donations this week. We got donations from, of course... Uh, Diamond Styles at Marsha's Plate or the whole Marsha's Plate crew. Thank yes. you so much. They subscribe to our Patreon. We appreciate you. Please be sure to listen to Marsha's, Marsha's Plate Plates. Black Trans Thought podcast. Um, check them out. 
they're on iTunes, they're on SoundCloud. SoundCloud might be the best way to check them out right now. So please be sure that you do that. We also got donations from Mel to the. Thank you so much for subscribing to Patreon. Mel to the. I think of Moesha. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think of that. Okay. It's, it's me. <laughs> Finally, something to be sponsored. I think of that little song while she's writing in her diary. Oh, that was such an interesting little show. Yeah. <laughs> okay all right all right so thank you Maltuda. okay thank you we appreciate you and then we got patreon donations from alejandra and alejandra says y'all i've been listening for about a month and i'm obsessed with your program that she did spell it program so shout out to you for that um the least i could do is pay y'all for this amazing podcast slash labor meal glass blah, blah, blah. i can't roll that r yo meal Gracias. Gracias. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much, Alejandra. Thank you, everybody who donated via Patreon. We also got donations to our Eventbrite. So like we said earlier, Pod and Live NYC is a free event, free with RSVP. And we do include a donation link on the Eventbrite. If you are so moved to donate to us via the Eventbrite, you can. So libations to Tawana, Latasha, Erica, and Trishana for your donations. That also makes me want to do... Um, Rashida. Yes. Rashida. Rashida. Tanisha. Keisha. Janicia. Naima. <laughs> About three Kims. <laughs> Libations to y'all and libations to black girl names. We appreciate all of you. Thank you so much. What else we got going on? Oh, we will be in Washington, D.C. That's right. For the Age of the Digital Griot Podcast Conference by We the Culture Podcast Collective. We will be there with um, Faith Uncut, The Brown Liquor Report, here for a podcast will be there and there will be a few other podcasters there. Panama Jackson will be there from the root. Um, excuse me, from very smart brothers. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be fucking lit. It's a black ass um, podcast conference. We will leave the link to that in the show notes. Once again, that's happening in Washington, Washington, DC, April 27th and 28th. And we will be on a panel there on the 28th. 28th. Yep, that's right. That same yes. weekend, I'll be also be at Universal Fan Con, just walking around, looking like myself. So if you see me, say, hey, oh, give, you're me not pound, doing give me a pound, give me a high five. I think so. I don't like to say what I'm doing because it could change the day before. Smart. Yeah, because I'm not like a builder. Like, I know people who are right yeah, now Yeah, I'm following a few of your blurred friends yeah, yeah, who yeah. are like... That's not my... That's not I my just lane. ordered my vibranium right. and... <laughs> I've melted it down. I'm currently molding... Uh, my armor, yeah, that's like, not that's not my lane. I'm a the closet. It's gonna have a vibranium wig. It's, like, what's happening? It's happening. <laughs> yeah, but I'm more like a co- casual cosplayer, closet cosplayer, whatever. So I I just today hit up my creative partner and I was like, hey, this is what I'm thinking about. But that could change. She's she's a like cosplayer but she has a creative partner i need you to <laughs> shut up i just hit up my creative i just it's just I'm something just light saying, that i do but I'm i hit up my creative saying, partner within bitch the realm, you in the game within you just the don't realm, be building shit you listen, have a team listen. see it's a, so you're even you're in deeper than them because they be making shit I'm you not, you have a cosplay I'm glam not, team and you try to downplay only, it like i just casually i refuse to learn I how to do anything i just casually i refuse to learn how to do anything you know first of all you don't have 
have time. Okay, I don't have time. You're right. So you have a team right. though, so right. you can't be acting like you do something. It's funny. Downplaying it. We were talking about the hotel room, and my friend was like, um, "Okay, so this is the room set up. Are you down to share a bed with so and so?" I'm like, "Yeah, that's cool. Is that bitch gonna be sewing her up, sewing her fucking cosplay <laughs> all night? Because I would like to sleep, and I know that's how she rolls." So she's like, "Nah, it's a hard rule against that. If it's not done before we get there, it's not done." So I'm like, "All right, cool. This is cool." Okay, I'm just saying. Yeah. I just need you to not downplay your cosplaying because you have a. No, I don't want to downplay you it. Have I also, I all, I you have, have a team. You have a fucking team. This is true. So the sleeve. This is true. You do. You does this. Okay. okay. I do does this. I just want to acknowledge all those who have been sketching and sewing and like. Just because the process thing. is different. True. True. Doesn't true, mean. True. Doesn't mean that. Okay. That's you have true. a fucking team. You're right. The fuck. You're right. What the fuck. You're right. Shit. That's a two man. Finally. I just want to add that I am not a blurred. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a lie, but we'll let it go. I am not. She just doesn't want to play with us. I don't want to play with you guys. That's cool. It's it's a lot of them I don't want to play with either, (laughs) but you're lying. So there's that. So many booger boys. Well, moving along. (laughs) Moving along. All right. What kind of tea are we drinking today? Oh, I am drinking. Let me get my little package. I am drinking green tea. But it's weird because it's pomegranate, raspberry, strawberry. So I don't understand how it's green. Is it, it sounds like passion green. Is pomegranate? Is that a, no, passion is its own fruit, isn't it? Yeah. Well, then I don't know. Whatever. Then. It smelled good. I always go for All the right. teas that have good scents. I like that. I like and that. that is the tea I'm drinking. I'm drinking peppermint because my period is coming. And they say it's good to drink peppermint beforehand. So there you have it. Yo, we're getting our herbal tea on. I wonder where my period is. We've discussed this. I ain't pregnant. I just want to hear Okay, good. Because I don't want to hear about that rock <laughs> in your belly. That's the pregnant sign. Yeah. I, I Every time like I think I'm rock. pregnant, I think there's a rock in my I don't want to hear about that <laughs> fucking rock, yo. <laughs> like, it better not be no rock. All right? Cardi is allowed to have her baby. Not here. I've come to We're terms not. with that also. I've also come to terms with that. I've come to terms with that. I realized I, I was like... There was a lot of patriarchy going on in me. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I was just really honestly thinking about it, how I always think about it. How does this affect Janicia? And am I going to get less Cardi B? Am I going to get less Cardi B albums? Mm-hmm. How does this affect Janicia? Uh, I think patriarchy has made me think that pregnancy just ruins women's lives. Right, right, right. So that's right, just when right, I was right, like, right. her life is ruined. She actually has money for like childcare and yeah, like these things. She has all the stuff. She, you know, like she can do this. Right, right. What concerns? She can be a mom who is like that's true. doing this because she true. actually has the finance finances to do that because mm. usually having a child puts more women, women and children are usually in poverty more because mm-hmm. of the least the the access that's limited right. and then when you're a mom how do you do those things yeah. so she already has the finances to do that so i don't know why i just thought her life would end like mm. as if, if i was pregnant i don't know how this podcast would continue this is what i'm saying you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i like did that with her but i'm like you know what girl live your life have a baby that's interesting yeah that's one of the things that i think about when i think about if i want kids or not that i personally i have seen so few because we live within a certain realm of um of finances yeah right because we come from that i don't those i know that there are people who have money for all this child care and stuff mm-hmm. i have not lived to see people close to me live that life mm-hmm. so the way that i view motherhood i know fathers that are still able to do their shit you yeah know what I'm exactly saying? at our socioeconomic yep, level exactly but i know very few mothers at our financial level who are able to if they are if they have a career and they're you know whatever whatever hustle they're trying to hustle 
I know very few women who are still able to maintain that after childbirth. Yeah. Exactly. So that that's like my personal concern. It's like, dag, you're like, would I, the way that I've seen motherhood happen, the way that I know it to be, would I be able to be a mother and do all the, I know that I would not do all the shit that I, that I want to do that we're doing that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Yeah, no, for me, that's why I don't want to be a mother. Mm-hmm. Um, I also am very turned off by pregnancy. Like I just, really? Yeah, I just, oh, it would be so adorable. It's so gross. I would be so. Cute. I just want a child to appear. Let's let a child manifest. Just mm-hmm. one day I come home and there's a three year old. Like that's how right, I want right, motherhood right. to look like. Nah, for me. my nose will get wider. It would be so cute. I do not want something taking over my body. Mm-hmm. This shit is mm-hmm. mine. Mm-hmm. I'm selfish with that. This is mine. No, I agree. I don't want you in my body, changing my temperature, possibly giving me diabetes and all this other shit that happens when mm-hmm. you're pregnant because you want to live. <laughs> No, I don't want to do that. I've decided not to think about any of those things. <laughs> I just focus on how adorable I would look and how different types of hair would look on my wife. It depends, face. though. It depends. Some people glow, some people don't. Some people get ashy. It depends. Uh, I've decided to glow. Okay. That's what would happen if I were interested in any of this. But that's the only piece <laughs> of it that I miss. It's like, oh, my body might not do that pregnant thing. I would look so cute like that. But I could fake it. When we start acting and doing sketches, we'll just do pregnancy sketches. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Uh, what are your pronouns? Oh, my pronouns are she and her. What are All your right, pronouns? Cool. My pronouns are she and her. Do you have any affirmations this I week? I do. I affirm that I'm a bad bitch. I affirm that I am enough. And I affirm that I can have tantrums even though i had the tantrum yes i affirm that i'm going to continue doing that when i feel like having a tantrum i'm going to have a tantrum yes even amongst like my friends or whatever like i've always been a brush stuff off type of person like nope i'm just going to address it like something's wrong i'm just going to say it Mm -hmm. and then when i get it out then it's over so i think i'm gonna do that more so i affirm that i will address stuff as they happen going forward i did it today with a bay and I was like, I don't like this and it needs to change. And good. If it doesn't, guess what, dude? Mm-hmm. Peace out. All right. <laughs> I told y'all niggas. I told y'all niggas. Yeah, I like so that. That's what I okay, good. I affirm that I am enough. I affirm that um I am not a lady. And I affirm that I affirm, I did a lot of resisting last week. I affirm that it is okay to resist within the dynamics of a romantic relationship. Hell to the yeah, It is okay to resist and it's okay to tell that motherfucker or your loving partner. It's okay to tell them. You have to resist in that moment. They're a motherfucker. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. But a lot of times, well, that's, yeah, well, that's the patriarchy at work. I was going to say a lot of times it's not the intent and da da da, but the in- road to int- intention is whatever the fuck the road yeah. to hell. Yada, yada, yada. Yakety schmacky. Yes, you're right. <laughs> um, yeah. So I affirm that it's okay for me to tell my romantic partner. This is the patriarchy that's speaking. And I, I hear what you're saying. It sounds like the patriarchy. I'm actively resisting this. I care about you. But this was happening here as a form of resistance. It's not like just I disagree with you. It's not a simple I don't like when you do this. This this is the patriarchy. I am resisting it. And um, yeah, yo, to do that. I hate dating straight men. It's all that I date. But I, I don't like it. I just want to. You're straight. From, what do you expect? <laughs> right. You're right. No, I'm, I'm cis trash. Yeah. Cis straight cis garbage. Well, I'm cis trash too. 
Yes. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. So we're trash. Yeah. Great. Speaking of trash, something that's not trash. Oh, I was like, what? No, you the know, fuck? I'm how the dare you? King of bad transitions. Not to. What is her name? Belle Calis. No, absolutely not. Never will you ever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I was trying to sound like those dramatic 1930s films. Is that what that was? You are not good at never, that. Never. <laughs> you are not good at that. Oh, gosh. Did how you, would you say it? Oh, how would I say it? Never. No, that was bad, too. You got to add. I think I would add a little more snarf to it. Never would I ever. Yeah, there that, you go. Yeah, a yeah, little snarfing, a, a little withering, you know, away in the end, like you're oh, shaky. It looks like you dug deep in white supremacy and like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a lot of white supremacist television in my soul. <laughs> I watched a lot of TV, yo. You think you like it until you start dissecting? I can't enjoy anything. Oh, my parents didn't let me watch a lot of things. I can't enjoy anything. They saw it at the door. Yes. Saw it at the yes. Door. You see, you didn't have enough time alone to yourself, abandoned. No, I didn't. Yeah, I yeah, did yeah. Definitely did it. Um, all right. So back to Black Ass Joy. Speaking of Cardi and her bun in the oven. Yes. Her first studio album, Invasion of Privacy, was released. We finally got it. Mm-hmm. We looked forward to it. We literally waited a whole year because her single we came did. out last year. Oh, that's true. I didn't think about it because she's been so consistently delivering us either joy or reasons to defend her. That she's always her build been up in the was mix. great. Her build yeah. up was great. She released that single. She was on every feature. She like dropped little crumbs. Yes. She she just did it great. She yeah. It so great. if you're new to this podcast, we are two womanist race nerds, black girls from the Bronx. The BX. Right. So Cardi B is not just like Cardi B from Love and Hip Hop. Cardi B is Belkalis Almanzar from yeah. the Bronx. From the Bronx. We know her. We love we actually don't know her personally. But we feel like we know her. We do love her. Yep. And um, her history is our history. Word. And like, we fucks with her. We do. So anyway, so that's since, the foundation. Since some Instagram videos. That's right. Yes. That's, yes, yes. Fuck since she her. was on IG. So that is the foundation from which this review of Invasion of Privacy will come from. Um, if you think that we are biased, you are correct. And that's just what it is. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Forever. Forever. Okay, cool. You gotta so, say it in Cardi. Forever. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So first thoughts on the album. What did you think? I loved it. Okay. I'm really, really into it. I love hearing women talk shit. I mm-hmm. love hearing women pop shit. So I really, really was into that. My the song that spoke to me the most, what I know is because of nostalgia, was Bickenhead. Yes. Because I really love Chickenhead, mm-hmm. Project Pack, Chickenhead. Mm-hmm. Like that was my shit. Like yep. so and I had no idea that song was going to exist. Yeah. So when I was just listening and it was like, the mute, it was just like, wait, what mm-hmm. is happening? Mm-hmm. I'm on the three train, like, shit, what is happening? Oh then I had God. to like text you guys in the group chat mm-hmm. and I had to tell Facebook, this is my new national anthem. Cause it was like this song and the way she flipped it was mm-hmm. dope as fuck. Mm-hmm. So I really, that song spoke, it's not my favorite on the right. album, but it spoke to me. What's your favorite? I don't have a favorite. Okay. Now, yeah, I have to listen more. Right, right, right. Um, okay, so I love Bickenhead. I love Drip. I love She Bad. Yeah. I love all the ones where she's not uh, talking to some nigga. I love. I don't mind the ones where she's talking to guys mm-hmm. because the whole shit was real. Sure, um, sure. I like the the other one more. The um, the one she did with SZA. 
Oh yeah, that I like. I like that one. I like that more than the other ones cuz this one that one is more affirming like it's the the it's called I do. Yeah. That one is more affirming like I'm doing me regardless. I don't mind the the be careful one is boring to me. Mm-hmm. But I do like the Kalani one only because I do that cuz I'm just as prideful like I want to call him, but I don't want to call mm-hmm. him. This and this and that. Right. Motherfucker, you know who I am. But why are you not calling me? Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. Like, I do it all the time. That shit right, is real. Right, right, so, If anybody um, knows me, you guys know that I don't really fuck with love or R&B. So that, I think, is my resistance to these um, songs. I'm not mad at them. I, I, I agree they should exist. I think they're great, but they don't speak to my spirit um, the way that the other ones do. Because I don't care. But I feel that way about a lot of... Um, like that's a genre to me that's a genre of like music of like poetry that i just don't have any interest in mm-hmm. you know what yeah, i'm I saying know. so I when i was thinking about like songs that i don't like what's that other one where jay-z is crying the whole song oh song, song cry. cry yes that one makes me fucking sick to my stomach oh, i like that one but also because i feel like a lot of the stuff that he's saying in that is like ridiculous like man no, shit. it's horrible ridiculous yeah man shit. yeah yeah, yeah. Like and the way that men uh resonate with that that's also how makes men, me fucking vomit that's how men do that though mm-hmm. like the song cry like the, he didn't say he didn't apologize at all it was just like a bunch of excuses it was a bunch of excuses <laughs> and that's how men do that and he didn't even talk about her like like she had actually done anything it was just we don't i know to, i did you dirty you don't have to do anything but how dare you how dare you leave me after that was the whole shit. thing that's how I, I did you dirty but how dare you that's what men that's what men do yeah yeah, yeah that's what they do um but yeah so i enjoyed this album i enjoyed body i enjoyed it more i think after i saw the video which one i like uh Bardier cardi okay um i like 21 savages piece in that yeah, and i, I like, like I that like he's not yeah he's not centered in the video i like that a lot that he's like off in a corner somewhere but he still has it's funny that he still has presence he's so like monotone and like looks like he's on drugs all the time but mm-hmm. he still manages there's something about like him that he still has like presence and shit you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i haven't so, watched the whole video yet i liked it so i don't even know i liked it i liked it i liked it something else that i like about cardi b in particular i feel like when it comes to women mcs i feel like there's a tendency among certain women rappers um where a lot of their rap is ba- their lyrics are based on like, we know that a lot of hip-hop is based on, like, posturing. I got this. I'm the best this. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? All mm-hmm. that stuff. Shooting the dozens. All that stuff. Yeah. But I find that, for some reason, certain women rappers feel the need to say, I am different than all other women. I am the best woman. Your man wants me because this every five seconds. Like that's what yeah. the whole track is about. Yeah. How I'm the best bitch really because da 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 da. And your man you wants this. And your man giving me <laughs> right, right. You know, nail hope. Yes, yes, <laughs> that yes. type of yeah. yeah, that type of thing. And I feel like um, I feel like when Cardi is saying bitch, it's clearly non-gendered. You know what I'm saying? I feel like when Cardi is saying, I got the best of this, I'm the best at this, da 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 it's not, I'm the best woman, yeah, and women are less than me. That, those things can be applied yes, to women. to anybody. Exactly. It's like, I'm better than you, because I'm better at this I'm thing that I'm better. doing. Or sometimes, I'm just good. I'm yeah, just good at yeah. this. I'm being the best at it, and I'm living my life, and that's it. It's like her 
her superiority or her station in life is not relying on her stepping on anybody else or making any or other stepping on women in particular yes it's more so yes. on like i'm just better because i'm better than y'all right yes yes like, that's yes. a plural like y'all uh-huh um not like like you said before i'm not the better woman i'm just better than all I'm y'all because i'm just better than y'all because i'm better than y'all i'm stunting this is clearly a stunt record yeah. And anyone of y'all could stunt if you wanted to. This is what I'm doing. Enjoy the track. Yeah. It's not, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not like this type of bitch versus that type of bitch. Da, 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 da. Exactly. So I like I that a lot. In the promo photo that was yeah. released when they said the album was coming out, available was misspelled. I enjoyed that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering, I'm like, why is that in the notes? Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that it was funny and it just stayed like that. It was just everywhere and available. It was like available April 9th. The available was fucking spelled available or some shit. The oh, shit was gosh. misspelled. And you know what? I fucking loved it. Fuck this language. <laughs> so I thought that was delicious. Uh-huh. What did you think about the album collaborations? I was into SZA. Even though SZA, I don't know. A lot of times, I don't know what the fuck you're saying. It's yeah. very like, yeah, 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 yeah. Even though that's a different song. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still groove with it. I still, you know, whatever. So I still like that song. Um, I like the Chance the Rapper collab. Mm-hmm. I'll into that. I don't know. He always makes me like, I guess, feel whatever y'all be feeling when y'all go to church or something. I don't know. Um, uh, okay. <laughs> You know what? I feel like that's how he's trying to make me feel, and I resist that. No, he's like that. He's very like he's like a very churchy rapper. Right. Yes. Um. Yes. I think that's why I'm not. I'm not a. a f- I don't like or dislike him. He's just there. Okay. Um. Because I don't know. I'm just not into churchy. So but you it sound. You said you like this though. No, I, I'm talking about that. I'm talking about him in general. This song made me feel whatever y'all be like. Oh yeah, I feel it. I don't know. It's just different. <laughs> But the way that you're interpreting church feelings is so funny to me. <laughs> so okay. So I, that's what I like about that song. So, but I noticed that's what he does. So that's why I can't just sit through the whole album of Chance the Rapper because I don't want to do that for a whole album. What but are I you, do and like that in that song? Are you able to describe the feeling without invoking church feelings? What do you? What does it make you feel? I don't want to praise dance. I want to just listen to the song. Okay. And I feel like a lot of his songs could like invoke like some kind of like praise dance kind of feeling. <laughs> and I'm good on that. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. But okay. But this song, you like how it makes you feel. Yeah. But it's one song. That's why I can okay, take it. Okay. But it does. It does make it does you want to praise dance. Yeah. It does that. Okay. It makes me want to praise dance. Um, so I like that song. I like that collaboration. Uh-huh. Um, because then it ends, and then I don't have to have that right. feeling anymore. All right. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, but when I'm, you say praise dance, like an Alvin Ailey type praise dance, or like... No, that one that's scary where y'all be... Oh, with the jerking... Because first of all, stop saying y'all be. Praise dancing is long after my church time, okay? Oh. Or it happened around my time, but I was not So what is praise church. dancing? Praise dancing... I probably got it wrong with my Muslim self. Okay. Praise dancing where y'all be doing that two-step. Okay. Again, I'm going to ask you to refrain from saying y'all. <laughs> 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 because I went Christians. to Christians uh, whoever, whoever, whoever the Christians that do dance. the praise dance yeah, I mean, it's is that when y'all do Christians. the stu- the two step and y'all be like getting it in that's no that is catching the Holy Ghost it sounds like that's like that's like praise dancing 
is a genre of dance that's like organized dance. Oh, that's when they do that which yes. to me. Sometimes that it's pantomime. Where they're like yes. interpreting Sometimes, yeah, exactly. a scripture through that, dance. That would be praise dance, okay. right. No, I don't feel like doing that You're talking about catching the I be feeling like ghost. those two steps that y'all be doing. Yeah. Um, and the Wayne Brothers used to always make jokes and then right. the people would I'm gonna let you say y'all though it does shit. make me uncomfortable because I'm <laughs> only culturally Christian at this point in time. But yes, yes, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So that, w- that would be catching the Holy Ghost. Or oh. I think some people just like be dancing. They just know that they, they catch the Holy Ghost or they see somebody else catch it. They learn the steps and they just fucking do it. Yeah, I just, so you be feeling like catching the Holy Ghost or you get that energy. But also, I get that energy. also, I feel like that's a very um, like a culturally African thing. Yeah, it is very. You know what I'm saying? So I, I notice that I'm OK with it in different settings. Right. Because we do that. Yes. I do that for myself. Yes. It's my song. Get all yes. excited. Da, da, da. Right. But right, I know that right. it makes me uncomfortable when I see it in those settings. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> just, yeah. just but it's scary. every time it's every time like when we were hanging out at South by Southwest, it's every time that we get excited and snap. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. It's every time we jump up or we clap and we say yes, like it's that's what you know, that whole yeah. thing is. But when chance does it, it makes me think of that church stuff. Well, because probably because he's saying Jesus. Like, Cause he's, <laughs> he's like he's not pretending. Like uh, yeah, he proud because he ends every every verse with Jesus. I don't want to do this. He's clearly so, he's clearly talking about Jesus yes, Christ. So um, got it. What okay. about you? That's what I could think of. All right, that's. Cool. I did like the YG one. He's in what song is that? Um, that is she bad. Yeah, any song. Bad. Yeah, she and bad. the way he says it, it's like I feel like he's like behind me. Like I'm getting dressed. Yes. And he's like, she bad. Yes. She bad. I'm like yes, you right. I'm yes. bad. Like yeah. yes, yes. That one. I'm like, that's the thing. That's the other thing that I like about this is that that's she, a good song for your bad bitch playlist. Yes, and she doesn't like none of the none of the artists that she partners with here. I feel like kind of what we said about her before is like she didn't. A lot of women artists, there's this whole, and we saw that play out for like a whole season of fucking love and hip hop, where this one is the first lady of so and so, and I'm the first lady of motherfucking. Dona Shanti got a new video out, and she's still riding off of being the first lady of Murder Inc. Everybody want to be the first lady of something like that's what validates you as a human. Yeah, is be, you got to be your your association or connection to, to men, a man. right? To men in this group of men, whoever everyone wants to be connected to a bunch of men, and I'm the only, I'm the one lone bitch that's allowed to be here which validates my yeah. humanity but we have to think about cardi's career period and mm-hmm. music she has no one had to co-sign her we didn't have to meet her through a man right we met her long before any man ever decided she was something that we should value mm-hmm. so of course that's going to translate in her music she's not the first lady of a record label or mm-hmm. whatever she's just cardi b and how often do we get to meet women artists like that and hip-hop and I guess the hip hop slash R and B genre, like we right. don't meet women mm-hmm. in that way. Mm-hmm. It's always like this group of men, and we're like, this is the woman Somebody we approve of. We her. approve yes. of this woman. Yes, take take her content because we approve of. We this. approve of her. We will protect her when other niggas jump on her. Other bitches could die. Fuck bitches. Get money. But this but one, this right one here, has been anointed and chosen. Y'all could treat her exactly. like a human. And Cardi is like the first time. I can think of as far as hip hop is concerned where I met a woman in that way. Where right. I met a woman artist in that way mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. So it's like, of course, that's going to translate in her music where it's not like she's like, I'm the first, you know, mm-hmm. like like you just said, mm-hmm. like it's just yeah. makes sense for it to translate exactly. in her music also. And so that's how I feel about um, the collabs that she has with men. I don't feel like they're... Uh, they're here to co-sign me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which happens a lot with these collaborations. Yeah. It's like, oh, they're here to co-sign me. 
um or they're here to compare me to other bitches and say how i'm the best bitch or whatever it's almost as if wait 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 what you about to say what you about like she's a what human oh my god she's a person stop it. yes and it's almost it as if impossible they just like really enjoy her stop it and want to be a part of what she creates whoa like you mean like as if she was an artist yes wow an artist can women do that well cardi can wow (laughs) but it's yeah it's it's almost as if you could to like you can hear that they're they're okay with like not being in the front. Mm-hmm. They know this is her shit. Yeah. And I'm a part of her shit. Yes. Which is usually not what you hear when men collaborate with women mm-hmm. or anything. Because mm-hmm. men can barely mm-hmm. even not interrupt us when we talk. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to be on my track, of course you're going to try to like outrun right. me or like stick out some way in a song. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's by accident that that's not happening yeah. in that um, way. Because also, these artists met her the way we met her, mm-hmm. not being co signed to anybody. They right. just seen her just kind of just come out of this thing. Yeah. So it's like they take her in that way yeah. too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's not because Big Brother, whatever, said mm-hmm. Cardi's a shit. Right. It was like, nah, like she, mm-hmm. it's a human. She's <laughs> teaching. She dead ass is. She's teaching motherfuckers, yeah. yo. Exactly. She's teaching, teaching people how to treat women. Okay. So I liked that shit. So there was a few, well, Cardi has influenced lots of Instagram captions. Okay. And because a lot of her one-liners are just like really, really, really good. So there was one that I really liked and it was um, this one like really spoke to me because I always want to do this okay. when guys do be dirty. Yes. I always want to do. So this is from her song Through Your Phone and she's like, I just want to break up all your shit. Call your mama. Let her know that she raised a bitch. Yes. Don't you want to do that? Yes, I actually did that once. I called his mama <laughs> and I was like, I wasn't lying when I said I loved your son. He's a bitch. He's a liar. He's a liar. Okay? I wasn't lying. She was like, I know, sweetie. I know. I know. I took my 20 something year old self and I went crying down the streets of the Bronx back to my house. <laughs> Oh, boy. That's fucking hilarious. It was. Also, like how she talks about shooting people. I like, I enjoy that too. Yeah. I enjoy that. We deserve that. What? To hear a woman talk about shooting people. Oh, yes. I I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed hearing her, like, clapping at people. Right. Um, Instead of saying, I'm going to send, I could send my team. I'm going to send my goons. I'm going to send my team through. Like, nah, motherfucker. She compared a gun to a waist trainer. I was like, this this is for me. Yes. This. So for me, this is for me, yo. That's the Um, other thing is that, okay. mm -hmm. So people have been on this trip about, okay, she don't write her own lyrics. Okay, cool. Fine, whatever. Lots don't. Yeah, lots of people don't. For me, the only time that that's relevant. Jay-Z has had ghostwriters. Hello. This this, this one, okay? okay. Hello. Calm the fuck down. Hello. Hello. Anyway, (laughs) the thing, the thing, when it comes to, to, so now that we live in a world that we know that like top artists are having ghostwriters and like shit that we enjoy, Mm -hmm. motherfuckers have ghostwriters or whatever. That's the world that we live in now. Yeah. Right. So hip hop has evolved. That's the world that we live in. This is what it is. The only time that I feel like I expect lyrics to be like your own written is if you're in a freestyle situation. Yes. If you're telling me this is a freestyle, it should be a fucking freestyle that you wrote. If you are in a battle, 
it should be a fucking freestyle that you wrote Mm -hmm. okay that's the only time that i have these like hard strict rules as to like who should be free who should be writing and and all of that shit outside of that if you want to give me an album and you partner with people to write it that's cool to me whether she had other people writing or not this to me still is heavily has her imprint on it she compared a gun to, to a, a waist, waist trainer. trainer that's one two i just want to say this especially when it comes to art and i need people to like you know mm-hmm. understand mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. michelangelo ain't even paint his own shit Tell it. all right Tell it. art the art world is like that can they wally what you about to say he doesn't paint all of his shit either Wait, he, these people mean? have teams they have fucking teams really yes oh. they have teams so like I he think said that he has a team he has a factory in china so yeah in china sorry <laughs> from china in with, china with a thick vagina now that's oh. that's nikki minaj china china uh, china <laughs> no i was doing nikki too china oh, okay. china china just writing this whole verse that say china <laughs> anyway and throw in a vagina and then china again yeah but i'm just saying that when it comes to creating masterpieces many different people many different intricate people a part of that thing right. that does not mean that this is still not her right 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 her doing yeah so something you read a book by an author yes they wrote the book but you know how many people were editing it you know how yes. many people were going through that and yes. changing stuff and doing all of the shit right. that's still a book right. like i don't get how people don't understand how it works in that mm-hmm. way it has been working in that way forever mm-hmm. you know how many edits of the bible you fucking got mm-hmm you still take it for what it is, though, right? Well, I don't take it. I don't it either. Is, but, yeah, I feel you. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I, this annoys me that people are always like, they ain't do their own thing. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like, nobody do. Yeah. People got teams. Right. Beyonce don't write all her songs. No. She got a team. Mm-hmm. Michael mm-hmm. Jackson. Mm-hmm. He had a team. Yeah. That's how it goes. That you is. can't be successful um, in that, and I guess in that, that way by your fucking self. Right. You need other people mm-hmm. and input yes. and things. Yes. That's just how it goes. Yes. So shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. But yeah, so what I want to say about these ghost writers is that clearly her imprint is on this. Yeah. And clearly I feel like they are writing with Cardi and who Cardi actually is in mm-hmm. mind. You know what I'm saying? Nothing that she said to me sounded like out of place or not making sense. Something that somebody said that I thought was interesting is... um. They were saying, I don't remember what I was listening to, but that it sounds like when she is rapping, it sounds like words that she wouldn't even put together or a way that she doesn't even speak naturally. And it's funny because I was, first of all, I thought that was silly, but also because a lot of people when they sing, you got motherfuckers from England and then when they sing, they sound like black women, like white, white yeah. mother, you know, but whatever. Anyway, the um, motherfuckers pick up the phone and sound like somebody else because hello? they're just trying to get their reservation changed. Yes. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> People are so stupid. Yes. <laughs> You're just trying to get your reservation yes. changed so you can go to brunch. So you put on like the little customer service yes. a little more white yes. voice. What are you talking about? Yes. People sound different when they're nervous. I yes. did a whole. I did a whole. I was on a podcast at Afropunk, and I sound like I sound like you or Money. My voice is all mad high, but it's because I'm at Afropunk. It, it yeah. was exciting. I couldn't hear myself. Mm-hmm. Like people sound different all the time. But anyway, um, but I was reading this interview with her. It's in GQ, and she was talking about 
how she, you know, all the the ways in which um, people like to make black girls and women from the hood feel a certain way about the way that they communicate, mm-hmm. their voice, their accent and stuff like that. And so she was talking about how she's a little bit self-conscious about her voice. Yeah. Um, and even in rap, when you're supposed to be able to use whatever voice your hood voice is, is. she feels self-conscious about saying off and on and that type of thing and not pronouncing it, you know, like yeah. off or on or however you niggas say that shit. Love you, love. Y'all better leave. Yeah, yeah. So what I, I guess what I'm saying is that she makes intention to kind of like whitewash her New York accent. You know what I'm saying? That's so annoying. I thought that that was interesting. That's annoying. Another line yeah. that she says, you can use this for your Instagram mm-hmm. captions if you need them. Hope mm-hmm. you're taking notes. Mm-hmm. Um, this is from the Drip song featuring Migos. Drip, drip. And it sounds like something she would say, mm-hmm. but she's looking like a looking like a right swipe on Tinder. Yeah. And I would use that caption. Not really, because mm-hmm. I don't really post pictures of myself on my mm-hmm. Instagram too much anymore. Mm-hmm. But I like that. Yes. You looking like a right swipe? I'm asking you. Do I look like a right swipe? I think so. People be swiping right. And then when I start I'm talking, talking about, about right the patriarchy. Now. Right now? Oh, yes, I do. Thank you. <laughs> I'm like, she's not going into all of this <laughs> shit. Sorry. I'm in my, my head. You Gosh. niggas make me so mad. I hate playing dating. the fucking game. I hate dating. You mentioned Tinder. Sorry, I hate it. <laughs> Let me see. This is another one I like. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like this one a lot. This is from the song Be Careful, even though I'm not hugely into the song. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you can tell I like the songs where I'm kind of like talking shit to a man or because mm-hmm. I'm a man. But mm-hmm. teach me teach me to be like you so I cannot give a fuck. Hmm. I wish more women took that one right. seriously. Yes. You be caring way too much. Too much. Too fucking You don't much. hear from a nigga, you be like, is he dead? He's never dead, yo. <laughs> They're always okay. I just want to see if he's alive. <sighs> he's fucking alive. They're always fucking alive. Do not check on that nigga. It's fine. I, I just feel better just assuming they're dead. <laughs> That's, that also works. Um, and then there's one that I don't know how money, money of Queer Walk, mm-hmm. how she had quotables the day that I'm Immediately. Okay. Immediately. Because um, everybody just sends their music. Money gets first release. She has to. She sends it. She they send it to, to her. She approves it. And uh, then but this one I'm sure released. everyone's going to use all summer. Anytime they have group photos with their homegirls, mm-hmm, they're going to have. Mm-hmm. And my bitch is with me pretty too. They look like bridesmaids. Yes. Like, from the Moneybag song. Absolutely. You're going to see that. Mm-hmm. A whole lot. It's a great album. I want to say this. Yes. You motherfuckers. Especially motherfuckers. motherfucking men. Don't mm-hmm. you bother women who are enjoying Cardi B mm-hmm. and who will be using her captions mm-hmm. all fucking summer. Leave them yep. alone. Let them have things. Y'all go in with Drake releases albums. I used to go in when Fabulous uh, mm-hmm. used to release mixtapes and y'all mm-hmm. would go in using his stuff for captions. Yep. Let us live and do our thing. Just mind your business. Basically. That's all. When you did that, I thought of Fresh Prince. <laughs> Why? Mind your business. Just mind your business. <laughs> Do it. That's how I mean it. <laughs> mind your business. All in all, I really, really, really enjoyed this album. I enjoyed it. I'm thankful for it. It was great. Did you watch her Saturday Night Live performance? I didn't, but I did see the clip of her um, when they scanned down and you see her belly. Aww. She's like, yes, reveal. And then I was like, even though I'm not turned on by pregnancy and I don't want to ever get pregnant. Mm-hmm. How am I going to reveal if I'm pregnant now? Mm. Like pregnancy reveals seem to be a thing. Well, right. amongst the stars, okay. amongst p- famous people. Okay. How would I fucking do this? Uh-huh. And is that going to become a thing? What do you mean is it going to Pregnancy reveals. That is, they've been a thing. Pregnancy reveals? Yeah, Beyonce did a reveal. Yeah, that's a thing. 
You say one other person. That well, that's mean the only one thing. that I care about. I'm really, <laughs> I'm really anti-reveal culture. I'm anti-reveal culture. I'm anti-wedding culture. I'm anti that whole movement. I'm not saying you shouldn't celebrate your pregnancy, especially Black life. Celebrate that whole shit. Um, but yeah, some, something about the pregnancy reveal, the way that we do it in media, makes me a little bit uncomfortable. I'm still exploring that. Don't roast me. I think I'm it's fine. It. I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it's like, look, bitch, I got life in here. And then I feel like <laughs> <laughs> I support that. I support you know? that. And then I feel like, honestly, I feel like there was some kind of back in Africa when we was doing our thing. Tell us. There tell was us. some kind. Of, I'm pretty sure there was some kind of way that we would reveal, reveal pregnancy mm. to like show, like, look, mm-hmm. I'm contributing to this shit or some right. shit. I don't know. So right. I, I see it in that way. But yeah. I don't. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. They don't creep me out like gender reveals. Oh God, yeah. no, those are terrible. Sorry, so. I'm sorry. Thinking about how terrible <laughs> those are, they make me so. Upset. I used to be okay with them, but then one day the switch, and I was like, no, this no. is stupid. I never liked them because it fit into that whole. It's the culture of that type. It's like, are, what? What are we doing? Are we selling? Sometimes it doesn't feel like like a celebration. You know what I'm saying? I was okay with them until I started seeing the videos of gender reveals and people would be upset when it was a gender day. Right, right, um, right, right. Didn't want. And I was yeah. like, hey, this is gross. Yeah. This yeah. is gross. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Then I remember at work one day we were talking about how we hated them. And then um, we were like, if any of us get pregnant, we're going to have a gender reveal. And when they pop the balloon, it's going to be a sign that says, Gender is <laughs> gender is a social <laughs> a construct, social construct. That and that's just gonna come out, and everyone's gonna hate us for inviting them. But oh well, we just wanted to teach you a lesson. Not if the food is good. <laughs> Not if the food is good and shit runs on time, then I'll be okay. But I probably just wouldn't go. That's, <laughs> so that's where the problem is from jump. Well, if I ever get pregnant and uh-huh. I do what gender reveal will be in that way, right? So you can Got come it. to be like, ha ha, people. Got it. But um. I feel like everyone who knows me kind of knows that that's probably how mine would yes. be. Yes. Gender. Yeah. The social construct. I like it. Yeah. All right. Um, you want to take a break? Let's take a break. Money, 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 money. <laughs> <laughs> money! Do you know what this year is? Um, What's this year? Well, it's 2018, but do you know what 2018 is all about? What every year is all about? Yeah, but like giving black women year. your money. Yes, give okay. black women your money. Hashtag pay black women, okay, yo. Okay, okay. So, so how do they give black women their money? Well, they can start by giving us their money. Oh yes, yes. We do this dope ass women's race nerd podcast every motherfucking every week. week. Sometimes twice um, a week. Yeah, yo. <laughs> and we could use your loving motherfucking donations. Um, we definitely can. Absolutely. So how can you do that? You can go to our website. Yo. TWSQueenandJ.com. Hit that donate tab. And mm-hmm. we have two options there. So two. Can, two. You become a patron or you can just donate through PayPal. Yo. You choose. We mm-hmm. give you a choice. That's right. On how you give us money. That's right. If you want to donate via Patreon, we're asking all of our listeners to break us off $2 a month. That's $24 a year. And if everybody who listens does that shit, we will have everything that we need to do everything we want to do for this podcast. Everything. And if you love us so much that you want to break us off a one-time donation, a multiple-time donation, or if you don't like the the once-a-month kind of system, you can go to our PayPal and give us any amount of money. We will take that shit. We will love that shit. We will appreciate that we shit. We will use that shit. That's right. So once again, teawithqueenandj.com. Hit the donate tab and choose your donation method of choice. Oh my God, we're going to get money. Again! <laughs> All the time. Yes.
and we're black. Drip, drip. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So, um, you know what song I could have done without? (laughs) What? Which one? Um, I guess it's a reggaeton song. I like that. I enjoy that. I enjoy it because that part, but Uh then I always get annoyed when I get to the Spanish and I'm like, I don't know what they're talking about. Oh. No, I didn't mind it. I actually went down a Google wormhole. I was like, oh, who are these people? Um, Yeah. I need translations. Okay. I'm still very. I guess American in that way. Where it's like, mm, I don't know what they're saying. Right. They're probably talking about me. And it's because I'm just jealous because I only know one language. That's usually oh. what that is. Got it. Why? Got why it, am I angry? It, like, it, relax. It, get it. over yourself. I, you. I know what it is. I identify it. Sometimes they're saying Pelo Malo when they are talking about no, you. No, and I'll be like, I'll be knowing those words. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll be knowing those My words. My brain processes words mad slow. 15 minutes later, I'll be like, wait a minute. <laughs> racist <laughs> <laughs> anyway drip drip so a few weeks ago yes here on the podcast mm-hmm. we got a listener letter and it was a question about being sexually liberated yeah when your body doesn't necessarily operate in a way that you expect it to mm-hmm. or that people expect it to mm-hmm. so it was a conversation about sex how do you have sex when sex is uncomfortable for mm-hmm. you how do you have sex when your body doesn't perform sex or your vagina perhaps does not perform in the way that people expect it to perform and how can you feel free and comfortable and yeah. all that stuff um when you don't have the quote-unquote typical sexual situation yeah mm-hmm. right um and so we got that letter we um gave replies based on our experiences Mm -hmm. um but we also realized within that that for the most part even though i talked about some challenges that i had with fibroids and things like that for the most part we are able-bodied in that area and so um we weren't able to speak to all of the challenges within that letter yeah, and, and so we didn't we also didn't want to come back and like talk more about it without having some window into that an alternate experience mm-hmm. we wanted empathy to be applied and right we because we cannot relate to that mm-hmm. um we don't think that the empathy was put in the way that that listener would deserve for it to be right absolutely so yeah. that was back on episode one 143 that we talked about it we got um some listener letter responses and we got a twitter thread that we thought was really helpful yeah but also recently inner whole uprising did a really amazing episode um called sex romance and disability they had a special guest, Kim Oliver, on the show, um, a disabled wheelchair-using writer, speaker, and health coach. And she discussed all of those things. Um, she discussed body positivity, mm-hmm. being a disabled person. She discussed just what dating is like for her as mm-hmm. a wheelchair-bound person. She discussed the way that people perceive her. She discussed the way her relationship to sex mm-hmm. and how she feels about it. And just a lot of that, how to reconcile your body and your experience with sex and all that stuff when it is not abled or when it is not the, the traditional quote unquote traditional body or the typical body. Um, and so I found it incredibly helpful. I learned a lot from it. And so I just want to recommend that everybody go and listen to that episode of inner whole uprising. I'm going to put it in the show notes. Okay. I want to thank Kim Oliver. Um, I think that she listens to our show. I want to thank her so much for participating in that. Like yeah. I, I honestly, I learned quite a bit, um, from that episode and we didn't want to do an episode here. That was just a repeat of that when we know the content was already good yeah. and it covered everything that we would have been interested in covering had we 
done something similar to that. Yes, so exactly. thank you, Interhole Uprising, for doing that show, for covering that topic, and libations to Kim Oliver for sharing her story with all of us. And so please be sure to check out that episode. So we got a team mail, and it says, comment for episode 143. Hi, Queen and Jay. First, I love, love, love your show. Thanks for putting so much of yourselves into it. Second, there was a woman who wrote in about pelvic pain on episode 143. I just want to let her know that she is not alone. I'm essentially in the same boat as her, although I'm a bit older in my early 30s. Pelvic pain is something we don't talk about nearly enough. It's underdiagnosed and undertreated. And in classic racist form, doctors used to think black and brown women were immune to pelvic pain until just recently. There are new studies on it every day, but the medical community still understands very little about it. If she hasn't tried it yet, I suggest she look into physical therapy for pelvic pain especially since she said she has fibromyalgia and also thinks she has what they used to call vaginismus the updated but still imperfect term is vulvodynia pelvic floor physical therapy really jump-started my healing for me it also gave me a much needed alternative to pain meds and surgery which often come with side effects i have zero interest in handling jay was so right when she said healing is a journey it was nice to hear your story of overcoming fibroids, Jay, and that you're doing better. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm not done with my journey yet, but I have learned to listen to my body by pursuing the things that make me feel better and letting go of things that don't. I really try to pursue pleasure and relaxation at all cost. It ain't happening unless it pleases my vulva. I found that this is key to retraining I found that this is key to retraining my nerves as my pain is nerve-based. On the other end of this equation, I've let go of certain foods, certain hygiene products, my old stressful job, my love for high heels, that one was tough, and men who don't have the capacity to please me or allow me to feel safe. I've also had to accept that I am a highly sexual person that may never get to experience some of the things I want to experience. I've had major breakthroughs and setbacks. I don't know any magic solution, but I really want the writer to know that I hope she finds peace and healing and that I thought she was so brave to write in. So thanks to her for that. Thanks, A. Nakia. Thank you so much, A. Nakia. Thank you, Nakia. I definitely appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, that was really, that was really good. There was a lot of information in there, too. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Like Jay said, we also got a thread on Twitter um, from friend of the show, Tina. She was actually a guest on our show once when we were addressing ableism. Yes. On Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she has actually been a guest on the show. Yeah. And she also offered a really good thread with lots of information. And she used the hashtag T with QJ. Ow. So it was easy for me to find this hey. thread. Shout out to you, Tina. Yes. Um, her handle on Twitter is at Nice White Lady if you want to follow her. Um, so this is the thread. Sending love to the writer of this week's T mail. You are not alone. And she gave you a little purple heart. Sex is a subject that comes up a lot in the disability community. There are even groups dedicated to the topic. Consider checking out the chronic sex hashtag chat run by Christy Schultz. Um, They also, that is also their Twitter name at Christy underscore Schultz at chronic sex chat. So that's another Twitter page. There's a private disability sex chat group on Facebook run by at Dominique Evans. That is his twitter um i'm sure if you connect with him he will probably make it so that you can join that facebook's that private sex not private sex chat (laughs) 
I'm so gross. <laughs> um, the private disability sex chat. She goes on further. At Feminista Jones is a great person to follow for sex positivity and womanist discussion discussions of health, pain, and body image. Valissa Thompson is also a black woman, social worker, and all-around brilliant disabled person who created Disability Too White. That's the hashtag we mention often on the show. Mm-hmm. She goes on, disabled people sometimes struggle with feeling desirable and attractive. At Kia Maria created a disabled and cute hashtag so we can flaunt our fabulousness and create each and celebrate each other. I actually look at that one a few times. Mm-hmm. It's actually really, really cute. Yeah. Um, also, before I overwhelm you, it's okay if you don't identify as disabled. If you are in chronic pain and visibly ill, I'm both, you fit under our big, diverse, accepting tent. Read about the spoon theory created by at Biddles, and that is at B-Y-D-L-S. I may have pronounced that wrong, but that is the air um, tag on the Twitters. Queen, she also leaves a link to um, butyoudontlooksick.com, so that is a reference that you can go through when you are not visibly disabled Um, That's a reference to go to and check out that. Um, Then she goes on to say, Queen and Jay are wonderful about shouting out Spoonie Chack every week, and I can't recommend it enough. Dawn M. Gibson is one of the best people on the planet. Feel free to observe if you're not ready to join in. And Dawn's Twitter name is at Dawn M. Gibson, um, so you can check her out on Twitter also. She actually has lots of of things um, for you to reference. Um, Tina says, I have pelvic pain, but not endometriosis. So if anyone could recommend specific resources, please reply with T with QJ tag so the person who wrote into the show can find it. Please remember the question was about sex, not a general request for information, because Tina makes sure you do the assignment right. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. So that is a thread. We are going to include this whole thread in the show notes right. so that you can just click it and read it over yourself if need be. Mm-hmm. And then that way you'll have clip- clickable links to the Instagram page, hashtags, and the um, reference article that she put in her thread as well. Yep. So thanks, Tina, for that. that Thank you so much. Lots of information, lots of resources for her to like work with. That's so right. That's really good. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much, Tina, for that. And then finally, um, the initial writer of the first uh, email that sparked all of this gave us an update. And they say, hello again, Queen and Jay. Thank you so much for responding to my email during T-Mail. I truly appreciated hearing from you and getting your honest feedback regarding my questions. I wanted to give some updates and clarify some things for my last email. First off, Fuck that bitch in that click. (laughs) (laughs) I had to. Okay. I wanted to clarify that both of you were correct. I'm not able to have vaginal sex, though I would like to, but I am able to engage in touching and other things like oral sex. However, the moment anything becomes too rough or gets close to the vaginal opening, I tap out due to pain. Not being able to engage in vaginal intercourse is a problem I've really been working to eliminate. I started seeing a new pelvic floor therapist. Oh, great. That's what the other um, letter was talking about a little bit. A couple of weeks before I emailed you and since then I've made new progress in ways I haven't seen with previous therapists. We recently started working with dilators as part of my therapy and though improvement is slow, I'm glad to at least be moving forward. While vaginal pain is a big problem, my biggest problem by far is the pelvic pain I've been experiencing for several years 
And even with the progress made with pelvic floor therapy, it still isn't doing anything to improve my overall pain. I'm working with a lot of physicians to tackle as many things I can as I can. OBGYN, chiropractor, internist, dietitian, and they're all pleased with my efforts to get better. Each of them has told me I'm doing all I can when it comes to taking responsibility for my health and that all we can do from here is to wait and see what works and what doesn't. It's encouraging to know that I'm covering all of my bases, but it's also discouraging but it's also discouraging to not see any progress with pain while running to and from several appointments a week. This is why I appreciate what the both of you said about being a friend to myself and realizing this is a journey. I really know how to beat myself up and say mean negative things to myself regarding my health and everything else going on in my life. I wouldn't dare say those things to my friends, so I'm trying to give myself the same benefit of the doubt. Before listening, I didn't really see my sexual liberation as a journey. I saw it as something I couldn't achieve because my health issues and other things I'm dealing with mentally and emotionally. It was comforting to hear your stories and to know that I still have time to get there. Both of your experiences are so different, yet I was able to resonate with them in, in small and large ways. I even told my therapist about your responses and she thinks it's per it's the and she thinks it's the perfect outlook to have on my life as a whole. I recently started seeing her because she's a psychologist whose focus is on patients with chronic illness, so she's taking approaches I haven't really seen before. I'm not gonna lie, this shit is hard. Not just the huge amount of pain all the time or not being able to have sex, but having to live and go about life like everything's cool. I put on a happy face to get through the day because I don't want to draw attention to myself or make others feel uncomfortable, but all it does is make me even more uncomfortable. It's like holding on to a big secret and when, other fi when others find out, I feel bad because it seems like that's what I'm supposed to feel because shame on me for losing control of my health. I realize there's a certain amount of shame I have to work through and I'm starting to make progress with my therapist, but I still have a way to go. We're working to get me to be comfortable with something as simple as the idea of sex since I view it as painful instead of pleasurable like it should be along with unpacking my negative experience my negative experiences with sex due to abuse and coercion. Also working on my anxiety when it comes to the triggers around me. Oftentimes, even just talking about sex or seeing a preg pregnant woman or being around infants can make the pain worse because I psychologically relate those things to pain. Patience is a virtue, but I've been waiting for a minute. I'm definitely patient for change at this point, but I really am doing my best to work through this with an open mind and encouraging thoughts. I've begun talking, I've begun taking bigger, more consistent steps like walking every day when I can. And I've even started to go on a couple of dates just to try getting out of the house. That's a huge step for me. So I'm, I'm glad I'm finally doing it. I've also been clinging to friends and especially family for support and comfort. My health is noticeably better around them because I don't feel alone. Lastly, thank you for forwarding my message to Evian. And that's Evian of the Sexually Liberated Podcast. Um, thank you, Evian, again for taking that letter. The Sexually Liberated Woman Podcast. Sorry. Thank you. The Sexually Liberated Woman Podcast. Um, thank you again for being on the show and taking this letter. She reached out to me and gave me some great resources to look through regarding blogs, books, and physicians I can reach out to. Thank you so much for your help. I know these emails are long, so I apologize for just sending you a huge amount of emotions and feelings, but it can feel extremely overwhelming sometimes, like I'm not moving forward, especially when things get really bad. I do feel like I've made a lot of realizations within this past month and have received extraordinary feedback and resources from you and others. Because of this, I'm actually beginning to feel like I'm on my way to living my life instead of feeling like all I'm doing is withering away 
And like my mom told me this evening, I'm finally beginning to reclaim my time. The both of you are beyond extraordinary. Thank you for your support. It truly means so much. Much love. Nice. Thank you for that update. Sometimes we cut pieces of these out, but I was feeling this vibe. And here I thought we didn't do anything. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think I don't think I did much. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. We're glad that we're glad that um we were able to contribute to your journey. Yeah. To like health and healing and shit, yo. And we also That's appreciate awesome. you um being open to like I guess we kind of made it a community thing because yeah. we we knew we didn't have the tools. Yeah. And you were like open to like let us make it kind of a community thing. So thank you for that also. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you could have been like, nah, I asked you bitches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you did it, you know? And I appreciate that. All right. And you know, we're all about community here. So. Community. Yeah. Cool. Did we do a fucking show? We did a fucking show. All right. We should remind them about Pod and Live. We should. Pod and Live NYC, a big podcast meetup. Please be sure to RSVP with the in the Eventbrite link. I will leave that link in the show notes. We want to make sure that all of you have the opportunity to attend. So please get on that RSVP now before it closes. We want to have you there. We want to hang out with you. We want to say what's up with you. Yep. Um, and if you're a podcaster, we want to talk to you about podcasting. Yeah. Yo. So definitely come through and celebrate with us. It's going to be a good time. That's April 21st, 4 o'clock, Saturday at Von Bar, New York City. Come through. Be, be there, there or be, be square. cornball. All right, do that. Follow us on the social medias. That is Twitter and Instagram. Yep. You sound like you were drowning over there. <laughs> so figure out, take over that. <laughs> um, we are on Twitter, on Twitter and Instagram. That is at Tea with QJ. We are also on Facebook and Tumblr. You search for Tea with Queen and J. You either follow or follow or like us on those mm-hmm. platforms. How about those platform works? You do that there. We also have a website, teawithqueenandj.com. Visit there and hit that donate tab. Visit there and go to the events page. Mm-hmm. Visit there and look at our list of pay black women reference list That's thing right. that we have Hashtag going on there. Pay black women. Go there and I don't know, look at show notes because some of these apps make the show notes look weird. So okay. we put them in a place where they don't look so weird. Mm. Um, lots of things to do on the website. So mm-hmm. just go visit that. Um, also, send us email. That is at our email address, twithqueenandj at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Send us a letter. Tell her we're popping. All those things. We love that. Right. Send us mail. Mm-hmm. You can also review us. Rate us. Yep. On all of the places that you can do that. That's right. Please do it on iTunes. It helps for other folks to learn Apple about podcasts. us. Apple Podcasts. Learn about us. Learn what we do. Um, and please share this podcast. If you tell one person about it every time you listen to an episode, we fucking appreciate that, we yo. We do. Tell a it helps friend. helps us grow. Tell, tell two friends. Tell every episode you listen to, right? Tell two new friends. All right. Right. Or listen to an episode and let's say the episode, you know, will answer a question for a friend or like, let's say someone has an issue about race or how to deal with microaggressions. And you're mm-hmm. like, I know this show that can help you with that. Mm-hmm. Send them to our show. You yep. might not want to have to do all of that work. We've already done it for you. True Just send that, them the yo. show. I yeah. send people to our show. I'll be like, they be like, yeah, what? Yeah. Oh, here, listen. I, <laughs> talk, I talked about that already. Yeah, yeah. I don't care to talk about it here. <laughs> and I'm blocking you after you copy this link. I'm blocking you <laughs> off of Facebook forever because you know what? I fucking had enough. But yeah, that's an that's an easy way to share. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you brought this up. This show does that, mm-hmm. and then there you go. And then we have a listener. Done and done. Yes. All right. Um. So thank all of you for that. 
and uh that's everything right yep that is all All right cool hashtag black lives matter hashtag say her name hashtag stop killing trans women hashtag maybe he doesn't hit you Mm -hmm. hashtag disability too white hashtag black panther so lit hashtag wakanda forever wakanda forever hashtag wakanda salute hashtag spoonie chat mm-hmm. hashtag podding hashtag tea with qj that's hashtag right podding live nyc yep. hashtag pods in color i don't know i think we did it i feel like i forgot some but my brain is done we do this every week we'll get them next week all right hashtag cardi forever hashtag invasion of privacy hashtag invasion of- hashtag bicken head you're right guap whoop, guap whoop. it's guap guap well let's boop, <laughs> let's boop boop on the other one i know but this is the cardi right, one that's right. get some chicken Guap, guap, get some bread. Get some bread. I like it. <sighs> Where to go, Cardi? Good day, y'all. Oh shit, that's what I wanted to talk about. Light skin privilege. We ever done? All right, bye. <laughs> chicken, chicken, chicken heads. Chicken, chicken, chicken heads. Chicken, chicken, chicken heads. Chicken, chicken, chicken heads. Ball heads, scallywag. Ain't got no hair in bag. Jail dude. Make me-
from all you chicks. Chicken, chicken, chicken.